Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Right on into today's topic. I'm Coach Dorothy, and my topic for today is the purpose of the pause. Yep, purpose of the pause. We are going to spend the rest of this week, maybe a little bit further after that. I don't know, but I do know from today to Friday, we're going to be discussing this whole thing about the pause. So y'all definitely don't want to miss it, okay? So today, the purpose of the pause. Oftentimes, when we see in the Bible when God calls something good, right, if we're not thinking or using spiritual perspective to a to kind of assess that or get the right context, we often refer to good on our own level, right, on our human fleshly level. We think it's good to us. It feels good to us, right? But I was looking and I noticed that when God refers to something good, he's talking about its usage. He's referring to its purpose. He's referring to when it serves its purpose, when it's done the thing that it has been purposed to do. And oftentimes that's not going to feel good in the beginning, right? We don't get to the good part until we have to go through the dark side of getting there, right? And oftentimes when we have the dark sides, we can, dark days, we seem to have interruptions or pauses in our lives, things that cause us to not have all of the great excitement and celebratory things going on around us, all of the excitement. People aren't praising us. People aren't calling our names. We we don't have an influx of clients coming in or things, business has slowed down, whatever the interruptions or pauses might look like, right? So how can that still be good? Keeping in mind, God doesn't concern himself with what is good to us. His concern is what's good for us. He's not concerned with us being comfortable. He is okay with us being uncomfortable because what he understands is it's in our uncomfortable places that we grow. But he's concerned about us being equipped. This made me think about a place in Scripture when in Genesis, when God created Adam and he said it's not good for man to be alone, it wasn't about him having companionship. It was about Adam being equipped to fulfill his purpose. See, God says further on in Scripture, it's where two or three are gathered together, right? It serves to do a greater purpose. That's where he's gathered in the midst. It's, it's about having support. It's about having system. I think it's why we see God manifest itself throughout Scripture in three forms of one God, right? And it's important for us to understand and have the right perspective about things being good to us versus being good for us. As we grow, as we grow higher as we yield further to God's will and ways for our lives, we no longer concern ourselves with what's good to us because we understand what's good to us will limit us from doing what God wants us to do or being obedient to what God God calls us to do. But we seek after what's good for us, the thing that's going to work together for our good. We might not see it in the pauses and the interruptions, but we know that if we go through this this time through this period, it's going to bring glory unto God. It's going to show and have him manifest himself in a greater way in and through our lives. 
So a pause is oftentimes, as I said, seen as interruptions, right? It's things in life that interrupt us and cause us to, you know, we've been going along and things seem to be working and we got this little plan and then it shuts down. It stops. We have to be able to embrace those pauses and understand that there is a purpose for the pause. The pause is not a delay. The pause is not a denial. The pause sometimes even isn't a thing to imply that what you've been doing is wrong. It is fulfilling what God has designed you to do in a moment. It serves to do some good things in your life if you allow it. Now, what you have to understand and what I've been able to pull out, there are going to be two acronyms throughout this week that we're going to use for the word pause. And today I'm going to introduce you to the first one. So pause has five letters, right? So for each letter, I'm going to give you a word, right? That's what an acronym is. I I just don't know why I felt the need to say that. But anyway, so with this particular one, I like to refer to this pause as a pause in, in operations, okay? So a pause in operations is first set to prioritize. It's to bring in a new perspective, to create an opportunity for us to prioritize certain activities and assignments in our lives, certain tasks that we've been called to do. There is a rearrangement of our priorities. During the operational pause, there's also an assessment stage. In this process, we're assessing where we've come from, what we've accomplished, the things that have brought us to this place, where we are. Now we're looking at where we are, understanding who we've become now in this place so that we can be equipped to look forward into where God has taken us. How are we to use who we are today to further what God is trying to do in and through us for the next season or the next stage or the next level in our life? And then there's the understanding process. It is where we go to gain clarity and to get more direction so that we can clearly perform the things that's before us. This may be where we limit our task because now God is rearranging us and making things more specific. He's getting us to a place of target and aim. We're no longer gathering a whole bunch of skills. We're now taking what has now become ours in this bundle. All of the skills and experiences and life of, of journeys and experiences that we've had are culminating into this unique thing of who we are. And so in order for us to use it strategically, we have to gain a better clarity of how all of these things fit together in one. They're not just multiple pieces, but they're one thing that becomes the aim, the dart that we're going to throw into that next season on which we're going to hit the thing that God is specifically calling us to do. And then there is the strategy stage. This is where we have to create our specific blueprint now that we're going to be able to know how we're going to strategically move. If you ever have a chance, go and read Joshua. Joshua was a fighter, and he was definitely one of the best military leaders that you could study biblically, right? But he was also, he was a physical fighter. That's where his ability and strength came from under Moses, but God had to teach him a new way to fight. He had to learn how to strategize in a different way. So when they took down Jericho, they had to do it without means of physical abilities, but through a spiritual ability because it was God's fight. See, in a pause, God is starting to teach you that this ain't your fight. 
What you've been doing and physically doing ain't about you, but it's about him. He's going to fight. It's about the things that he's bringing you into to represent. Because if you go back and listen to a couple of more episodes we had a few weeks ago where we talked about a yielding believer, you become a structure. So when when Joshua led the people into Jericho, they were structures. They walked around a building. Do y'all get that? They didn't fight. They didn't have no weapons. They walked around a building in silence. And then the seventh day, they walked seven times around the building, and then the walls fell. God is teaching you in this pause that you ain't got to use your strength. I don't need you to do the fighting for me because this my fight. I'm getting the glory. The people going to know your God through me, through you. They going to know me through you. This ain't about them knowing your name. This is about them knowing me. And then on the fifth one, he's going to energize you. He's going to empower you to be strengthened to do what needs to be done. At the beginning, God said to Joshua, he starts talking to him over in Deuteronomy, right, before Moses dies, and then he goes and continues to talk to him in the first chapter of Joshua. He repeats to him, I believe it's about five different times between the end of Deuteronomy up into Joshua, he tells him to be of good courage, right? He tells him not to fear. Be strong and be of good courage. He is reminding him that I'm empowering you to do this very thing because I'm going to have you do something that violates or goes against what you've been used to doing, but I need you to be courageous, not in your own might, but in me, in my presence. He says over in Joshua, it's chapter 1, verses 9, Verse 9, he closes out and he says to him, Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. See, in this pause, you've got to be empowered because where you're going now, where you've been, where you are, is different from where you're going. And you're going to fight a little bit differently over there. So this pause is serving to teach you new operational steps that's going to be needed on the next level. So you can't rush your way through this pause. you got to be okay with this pause and find the light. That's why he was telling Joshua, keep your eyes on me because I'm with you wherever you go. That's the light in the darkness because the pause seems like things have gone dark, right? It seems like they've closed the curtain on the stage in this pause. It's like, how did this happen? Why did this happen? Is it something I can do to fix it? But I challenge y'all today to understand that the pause has a purpose. When you come through it, you're going to have a different way of seeing things. You're going to have a different way of being. You're going to have a different way of showing up. Your impact is going to look differently from what it's looked before because you're going to understand that people are impacted just by your presence. People are impacted simply because of who you are. It ain't what you do. It's not how you make them feel. It's just because you're serving God's purpose and God's will, and you're letting God work things out in people's lives, and you're being obedient to what he's called you to do, and you're fulfilling the task that he's asked you to do. You understand the tasks are not about you, but the task is about a bigger purpose. It's greater than you. So the pause has a purpose. It is the first pause is about an operational pause. It stops you from all operations so that you can have a new way of operating when you show up in the next season. So remember that God doesn't waste anything. Remember, God is not concerned with how you feel. And also remember that God's way is always above your ways. So you are to seek his understanding. 
You are to seek to be committed to what he's called you to do. And you are to seek to serve, to serve to please him. It is clearly understood that God is more concerned with your obedience than sacrifice. He don't need your sacrifice because his son has been the ultimate sacrifice. What he desires from a yielding believer is obedience. And so this pause is to teach you how to obey God, how to follow God's strategy for the next season that he's taking you into. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you and challenged you to embrace pauses in your life in a different way. And come back and join us this time on tomorrow as we share another great nugget of wisdom. We appreciate you for listening in. You guys have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.